Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. I am thrilled to be here today, and I am uh, sitting here in this magical space in a historical home in Nova Scotia, and I'm just wanting to actually share with you um, what popped to for this radio show. And you know, I'm always, I'm always kind of in awe of how how magical when I sit down and I I sort of ch- I, I literally have a conversation with my radio show um, about what's the next um, show going to be about and for those of you that have never ever tuned in I welcome you and you're probably going well who is Lisa Bennett so I am a what I would consider to be a space whisperer. I actually communicate with spaces, whether it's with the space of a home or an office, office building, business, uh, the land that people live on, work on. Uh, it's spaces, planes, trains, automobiles, boats, uh, you name it, all spaces actually communicate with me in in a way that doesn't necessarily come out as in a language that is verbal, it's more energetic. And uh, and I get a download of information. Sometimes it comes up in pictures. Sometimes it comes up in um, smells, odors. Um, it can be a combination of all the senses. It can be sounds. And so as I've been working with this and and really playing with this muscle and growing this muscle more and more, uh, magic continues to happen. And so when this show uh, came up around playing with alternative spaces, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, And I, what may not, um, for me, it's just sort of, it's it's a natural um, language for others, not necessarily. And I'm aware of a lot of misconceptions and projections that come up for people around spaces, alternative spaces, etc. And I'm completely fascinated by where people choose to have a business, uh, be creative about locations, um, and and so and I've seen some pretty cool uh, exceptional places around the world through my travel, and I'm I'm always sort of I guess I would say invited in um, to really magical spaces, and I'm one of those people that if I run into someone that has a really magical space I start chatting with them and then and then they almost share their whole life story with me (laughs) so there's a class that I facilitate called creating conscious spaces and through this class I'm actually gifting 
all the people that that attend the class this magic that they can also create and co-create with their spaces and create exactly what it is they desire. And even the spaces that haven't yet found them, they're out there. So I really want you to acknowledge that when you wake up in the middle of the night and you have a visual or you just know that there's a country that's calling you or a culture that's calling you or something, know that there's something about that. And and would you be willing to acknowledge and not ignore those little whispers? Actually acknowledge that those cultures, those countries, the magic, the, the energetic vibration of each of those places is aligning with what it is you're desiring in your life going forward. And when we say to ourselves, oh no, I'll never have that, or oh no, I'll never be able to live in a space like that. And we've all seen those photographs in magazines. We've all driven by these monstrous mansions, uh, estates, and whatever that is for you. And I've watched people say, well, oh, no, I could never have that. I could never be there. I could never imagine myself there. And I I have to say that it's it's sort of like when you when you say that, you're like pulling your energetic plug out of ever being in vibration with that. So the cool thing is, is you can change it. And when you are gifted these tools that I play with and and literally it's just being in the question of what would it take for whatever to show up with complete ease for me and when we it's it's sort of like getting a whole bunch of really sparkly um, uh, confetti and just throwing it out into the universe and, and knowing that the wind is going to pick it up and Wherever it lands, know that that little sparkly confetti, it could be thousands of pieces of confetti, but there might be 10 of those little pieces that actually go and lift off and take that imagined whatever that is for you off into the creation. And you're, you might say, oh, wow, Lisa, you sound like you're really out in left field. And, you know, initially I used to sort of cut myself off and say, yeah, no, that, that's not feasible. That's not possible. And I go into this kind of, how is it going to happen? What's it going to take? It's going to cost money. It's going to blah, blah, blah. And I get into this whole, what some people might call pragmatic thinking, linear thinking. And when we go into that linear way of thinking, it's you're cutting off all the magic that can actually show up. So when I stopped being that, what I call pragmatic, and even the the language around pragmatic, it, or just the energy around it is kind of heavy for me. When I sort of shifted that and started to say, well, what else is possible that I haven't yet considered with the spaces? and the places on earth that I can play with and that would contribute to my life and my living and my business and my money flows and my relationships or whatever else I was desiring going forward. And you can fill in the blank, but as long as you're in the question, the universe will continue to keep 
taking those little tiny glittery pieces of confetti and actually just carry them off into the um, into the wind, into the stratosphere. And what if you could just know that whatever it is, is going to show up in a magical way and never ever in the way that you actually anticipate. So the cool thing about that is that when I have seen the magic start to show up in my life, I'm actually acknowledging it. And so this two-day class that I facilitate is is uh, a class that I take around the world. And I have been invited, for example, I'm invited to Paris at the end of August. I'm invited to India in October. Uh, and looking at a three-city tour there. And, and really, it's just being willing to actually go to where the energy is without myself concluding how it's going to show up. So the cool thing, um, and I say cool a lot because it just is. <laughs> uh, for me, I've been in this historical home and down the road is this graveyard. And so alternative space. Yeah. So everywhere that you have gone into a graveyard as being this weird energetic space to walk through, would you just be willing to let it go and know that this is just one way of a religion, a culture to to honor the deceased? But really, are they honoring the deceased or are they honoring the people that are still alive who want to go up to a place? and actually uh, lay down flowers or sit with the energy of whatever that is and just take that 20-minute meditation and be with the energy of whatever that is for them. And so for me, when I, when I walk through a graveyard, I actually go, wow, there's some history here. There's some really cool stuff going on. And, and I get a different download of information perhaps than, than you know, other people. Um, so I don't really have a point of view about that. Now, alternative spaces. When I looked up the meaning of alternative, it's really one or more things available as another possibility. Kind of cool. So more things that are possible. So would you be willing to look at alternative spaces as being more possibilities being invited into your life. And when you can be in an alternative space, and that's not just a physical space, but what about being in a space of being in a question of asking for more possibilities to show, <clears throat> to show up in your life? So uh, there are uh, different buildings that people have been playing with and going with out there in the universe to live in. If they're looking at how to be with the environment, how to get off the grid. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Um, we, uh, when we get back, we're going to have a quick break. And when we get back from our break, I'm going to talk to you about some of the alternative spaces that I have, um, had the privilege of seeing and being in. So uh, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. 
Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. Hello. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255 in Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome, everyone. It's Lisa Bennett, and uh, oh my goodness, sometimes we have what we call a little bit of technical um, challenges with, uh, and here's an alternative space, talking through um, uh, our our uh, headsets when we're traveling, and I love that this radio show, I can be from wherever I am around the world, and uh, so... We were talking earlier before the break about alternative spaces, and I'm thrilled to share with you some of the really cool places that I've had the privilege of, of going to and seeing. And 
it's a new movement that's really um, sort of come up in the last, I would say, 10 years where people are really embracing alternative spaces. So uh, one of the one of the spaces that I looked at recently is a yurt. So if you've ever looked at simplifying your life, and I'm talking incredibly simplify, you small spaces is a movement where you can have like a trailer on wheels uh, and you can have this movable space that you could be in a place for one month, six months, eight months, and then pick up and move it and have everything what we call off the grid where you are actually using solar panels, propane, uh, and, you know, bringing in the, what we call the bare essentials, the water, the electrical. And it's amazing what I've been able to see with these fabulous spaces and how people have simplified and utilized storage from under beds to into the roof, into the walls. And they've created these like tiny, mini little kitchens. And really, they've simplified it in a way that is creating just enough dishes, just enough uh, cups and glasses, and and the freedom uh, that they've created with that has allowed them to actually not be in the energy of maintenance and taking care of their massive properties and their big uh gargantuous homes that they're actually have what they would consider to be the freedom to do all the playful things that they love to do, whether it's a sport, whether it's hiking, biking, climbing, kayaking, canoeing, swimming, surfing, sailing, skydiving. Um, uh, it's really, it's really fun to be with people that have chosen that is a way of life and they read most of their books on their computers they have very little extra stuff now some some of the people that i have met have created where they have um, like what they consider to be a home base and they might have like a storage locker with a few things in it where they can switch things out depending on the season but otherwise everything they require is directly with them and the really interesting thing about having these conversations with them is that they've realized how much extra stuff they were holding on to so when you when you actually look at all the places and spaces and things that you've held on to all the storage all the things you've kept in your attic in your basement in your storage facilities in your sheds, in your garage, for a rainy day, would you now be willing to look at those items and go, huh, if I'm not utilizing it, it's not actually given a job of or a purpose, like a chair that you're sitting on, but actually utilizing it, is this serving what I desire going forward? Now, I'm not to say that there are those that really love to have a beautiful, big, sprawling estate 
and have lots of different treasures in it. That's cool. That's fun. But I'm actually uh, just aware it's which one is going to be serving you in the life that you desire going forward. Now, if you love to entertain, you love to have parties, you've got a big family, and yeah, having a larger space would absolutely add to your life and would add to all the other people's lives as far as creating more ease and not having everybody on top of each other. So that's just an example of some of alternative spaces. So we have homes that are built into the earth that uh, they have their animals outside and that's really cool. I, I mean, I you know, you've got the roof made out of earth. They're growing all their um, vegetables and everything that they eat. They have their chickens, their goats, their, their cows, uh, their horses, and again, doing everything that they can create by being off the grid. So, and this is interesting. I heard this chatting with someone the other day. When something's underground, they actually don't pay taxes, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. So it's their own miniature tax haven. So you've all heard that term out there in the in the accounting world, creating a tax haven. Well, they literally have. They've created a haven underground. And uh, how cool is that? And then you have homes that are floating on the water. I, when I was in Paris, there were homes, uh, floating homes. In Nova Scotia here, there are people that have floating homes on the water. Um, uh, <laughs> Christine in the chat room goes, she's going off. She's going underground. Yeah. <laughs> Um, very cool. Yeah. And there's, and there's, uh, yeah, there's houses on the water. These, these great, great little houses. And I, I met some ladies last year. I was kayaking in amongst all these, um, floating homes and they love it. They have a little rowboat. They have some kayaks. They, um, have a, um, a little car, electric car. They go into town, they get the groceries. Otherwise, on their deck of their home, they have herbs that are growing. They have a, a vertical um, garden. So they have like tomatoes and lettuce. And uh, and in the wintertime, yeah, they're not on the water. But for the rest of the year, they are. And how cool is that? It's it's uh, and they loved it. They absolutely loved it. They said it's peaceful, it's quiet, and they really truly are in tune with Mother Nature. And then, of course, you have the mobile homes, RVs, however you want to call them. Uh, yeah, cool. They move around, and and you literally are driving with everything that you require. You just now, for for the RV, you're actually now hooking into electric, hooking into water, hooking into disposal, um, and and uh, so they're a little bit more what I would call glamorous, um, as opposed to um, you know the the um, what I what can be miniature camping or a tent. 
maybe not so glamorous. You're you're one with nature, but then my glam might not be your glam. And some people love to be hanging off the edge of a cliff, cliff and or a mountain, and you know, uh, tied tied in, uh, sleeping overnight. And for them, that is their version of total paradise. Um, they call them bevies. Um, I believe it's a bevy in in the climbing world where you're literally. Um, roped in and, uh, you know, through winter storms and different things or snow caves. Now, I've done that. I've gone camping in the snow and we actually created a snow cave and that was really cool. Um, and literally, it was cool. <laughs> but it was actually um, quite amazing how it actually kept us away from the elements of the wind and, and uh that was something I did, oh gosh, about 30 years ago, but it was really cool and really fun. And, and there was a whole group of us that, that uh, um, created these little um, like ice caves or, or igloos that we were all in. And it was, it was uh, quite incredible. So what is the most bizarre living location that I've ever heard of? Wow. Wow. Good question. There's, uh, well, there's bizarre. I know that there are people that have chosen islands around the world where they're the only inhabitants on the whole island and they only hear or get uh, people coming to visit them sort of every, you know, six months or so. So they are completely isolated. And they are out there uh, with Mother Nature. And, and, of course, up in the Northern Pole, I mean, we've heard stories of, of people who have been, planes can only fly into a certain, you know, at, at a certain temperature without freezing uh, the propellers on the, on the planes or the engines. So, uh, and they get food air dropped in. Um, so what is that? What is that energy of wanting complete isolation from from people, from all the noise, from all the action, and going into this space of being completely with nature? Uh, so whatever that brings up for you, uh, and for those that have never gone camping, never gone out into the woods, would you now be willing to let that go? Whatever that energy is that comes up for you, for you. Um, some days complete isolation at least for an hour sounds fabulous. Yeah, I know. I, I remember I was um, at camp in northern Ontario in a beautiful place called Algonquin Park uh, when I was, I would say uh, I was about 14 or 15. And I was on an, an adventure um, trip. It was an all-girls adventure trip. And we all had two days where we had to get dropped off and they were it was all these little miniature islands and we got dropped off and we had three matches and we had um, some food and we had our water bottles and we had some tablets for for purifying the water and we had our sleeping bag and so we had we had clothing we we did and I think I had an axe and a knife and three matches. And in that two-day time frame, my job was to create 
uh, something called a lean-to, and I had to go into the woods and cut down uh, branches and pick up dead wood for the fire and kindling and bits and pieces to start the fire with and create a lean-to. And so my, my number one thing was I first, I collected all the firewood that I required in order to have a fire for a night. And then the next thing I did was I found a location that was out of the wind for me to create this lean-to. And there was no one to talk to. So all of a sudden you get into this kind of zen mode and the light was, the sun was out. And so I was really, I was really comfortable. I was really happy and I was up for the task and I had, I had a job to do, create some warmth for my body and a place for me to sleep at night. And so I, I found um, really um, branches from trees that were still flexible and I wound those in and amongst the branches of the lean-to and I created this really cool structure and I was really proud of it. And then those are the days before iPhone, so there was no photograph or any of it. And I, you know, figured out which way the wind was blowing so that I, I was protected and, and away from the water. And I, I got all of this stuff together and then it was like, huh. Okay, so that's created, and that took about four, four or five hours, and the light was still up in in Canada when we have uh, um, our summers. Often the light doesn't go down till nine or ten at night. So then it was like, okay, now I'm now I'm thirsty and hungry, and and so you know got my water, figured out where to you know um, purify that, and and then. Um, and then it was like, okay, now I got to start a fire and I have three matches and there's something called flint where you can strike rocks together to create a spark. So I thought I'm going to do that first. I didn't want to touch my matches. And so I practiced and I was at that ooh, about 45 minutes before I got a spark. And I was so excited when I got my spark and then I got a little bit of stuff on um, smoking and from there I just was just really patient and kind and then eventually I got myself a fire. So day one I got a fire going without using any of the three matches and I, I was like okay this is cool and and then I built up my fire and built up my fire and I put rocks around it to protect it from the wind and so, and I, I boiled a little bit of water and, and I cooked up, um, a little bit of the food that they had given us. Now, that was the first day. Day two, I had to go and catch fish. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. So, you know, you learn to be creative with the things that you have. And I got, a shoelace off my boot and I got a stick and then I had to make myself a hook and I happened to have, I can't, it was like a, I don't know how I had it, but I had like a paper clip or something and that was my, that was my hook. And I sat from first thing in the morning to like two in the afternoon, just patiently, patiently, you know, 
going for my fishing. And eventually I caught a teeny weeny little fish. And, you know, it's, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. I was excited about that. And I was like, well, that's going to be a, a, a little meal. And I was like, okay. And I kept going and and then I remember I was like, there was lots of frogs around and I kept thinking, you know, if I catch a frog, I guess I could eat a frog. <laughs> uh, but I was like, no, no, I'll stick with the fish. So um, on that note, we're going <laughs> to we're going to have a quick break and uh, you'll talk to you a little bit more about my my being in the northern part of Ontario and my being isolated and creating an alternative space for me to live in for a few days. So um, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beinguclass.com This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255 in Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome, welcome everyone. I am Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies and just before a break I was sharing with you a story from my childhood about camping in the woods and it was a two-day survival um, uh, camping and uh, you know before, when, we, when we started uh, creating this show and talking about alternative spaces I never really um, know how this the show is going to sort of unfold, but it always does in a really magical way. And coming into summer here in Canada, a lot of people really love to go camping, whether it's through a tent, an RV, 
Um, and that's an alternative space to be in. And so what are your, what is your body desiring for, um, that actually really lights it up? And does it get lit up going out into the city? Does it get lit up going into the country, into the wilderness, into a mountain, going by lakes, going by oceans, being on the water? Whatever that is for you. Would you be willing to just uh, acknowledge it and follow it and ask for those spaces to show up for you for, with complete ease? So when I, when I, day two, when I actually got myself this little fish, I, I knew that I had to cook it up. And so I had those three matches that I was talking about earlier. And so I, I decided, I decided I was, it was, I was a little cold, I was a little tired, and so I actually used one of the matches, and it it broke, and so I had this little tiny end, and I was like, wow. So then I got the two rocks that I used earlier as flint, and started striking those together around that one end of the match, and so I did that, and I did that for, oh, probably 40 minutes again, and I got a little fire going and, and uh, it was going for a while and I didn't have enough of the dried bits to keep it going and it went down and it was getting darker and so I went into the woods, got some more dried pieces of, of uh, kindling and, and um, broke off some more bits of wood with my axe and, and uh told myself to relax and take take my time and I remember the clouds were coming in it was a little bit of a windier night and so I had to create like a little bit of a barrier and I ended up getting a little bit of a fire going enough to cook this teeny weeny little fish and then I I it was full of like little bones and it was okay it was fine I knew it was a little protein <laughs> and I remember just um you know, enjoying that as much as one does. And <laughs> and then just sitting with the space of me on the edge of the water, looking out into the water, knowing that there were other other girls sitting in their space and probably, you know, wondering if they got a fire going. And I, I remember I had two matches left and I still had the next full day and I let my fire, you know, I fed it for as long as I could and then I crawled into my sleeping bag and in the lean-to and I went to bed early. And I was cold that night. I remember I was a little chilly that night. Um, and I, it was sort of a combination of hearing all the animals and everything at night and, and uh and one does let their imagination go. And I had to keep sort of saying, you're fine, you're great. And not aware that they actually, the camp counselors, went around in a canoe and just checked on us to see if we were okay. And uh, that was kind of cool. I, I didn't know about that until afterwards. Um, but they they were checking on every one of us. Now, I'm so grateful for my experiences in in camping and being in the north and I took a lot of those experiences into the latter part of my 
camping experience where I went into the western part of Canada, which is where I live, and hiking in the mountains. I've, I've, uh, I did a little bit of climbing, um, which was interesting, and no interest in hanging off the edge of a mountain in a sleeping bag. That I, I have to say I really do enjoy being in an actual more of a structured space, um, whether that be a tent or in a little mini mini um, um, cabin or um, a little camper or any of those. I, I'm I'm I would have to say absolutely. And there's another really cool thing to do now, which is called glamping. So in Canada, we have Parks Canada where they're now creating these structures that are more glamorous for camping where they actually have a wooden platform and you can have a tent on top. They have that on safaris in, in South Africa and where you can uh, go on a safari and you're, you're, you have your meals cooked for, you have an outdoor shower. Um, all of that is so lovely and fun. So wherever you have concluded that everything in your life has to be completely modern, has to be able to have a tap to turn on the water, has to have the hot and cold. Uh, if you've never had a cold shower, <laughs> you should try it. It's very invigorating. And some cultures where you jump into ice cold water and then jump into a hot sauna back and forth, it really does actually, your body does adjust. So... Um, uh, it's another way of looking at alternative living. Alter Not only do we have alternative spaces, but we have alternative living. And are you willing to be open to that? And I know, um, Christine, uh, yeah, camping in the Grand Canyon. Oh, yes, I went to go hiking and the people I was with um, were actually incredibly fearful of heights and they didn't want to go hike down into the Grand Canyon which is quite spectacular and, in, and amazing. I've, I've stayed on top of the Grand Canyon in a hotel that was a very basic hotel, and it was very, very cold at night. And then, of course, during the day, it's this, this um, uh, very, very hot climate. So there's, there's tents in the safari desert. There's, there's just so many different ways. And I mean, if you've, if you've seen movies of, 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 you know, camping in a desert, I mean, how cool would that be? Yes, you'd have windstorms, but wow. I mean, there's, there's, there's some magical places to go to and, and visit and stay in. So everything that that brings up around staying in magical places and going to magical spaces. Yeah, I, I, would, I would invite you to try things that you've never, ever done before and, and look at places to travel to and visit. And what would that create for your life going forward? So everywhere that you've concluded that this is the style of home you have to live in, this is the place on earth that you have to live in, uh, and that you haven't actually 
gone outside of your comfort zone? Are you willing to, to acknowledge that you're actually cutting off your capacity to receive from all energies, all cultures, all monetary currencies from all these different cultures? You're actually cutting off your vibrational capacity to receive from everyone and everything. And it might sound strange, it might sound weird, but yeah, there's an energetic vibration to every place on earth. And if we conclude that that's how it has to be, then you really are cutting off um, all the places and spaces that you could actually live and be in. So living off the grid, living in alternative spaces, uh, what would that be for you? What would that look like for you? Would that be fun? Would that be an invitation for adding something new to your life? And what if you actually had fun with it and got rid of all the things that you've been carrying around like a turtle? What if you could actually just take with you exactly what you require and nothing more? So uh, we're going to take a quick break. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. And when we return, we'll talk more about alternative spaces. And I'll also let you know how you can get in touch with me if you ever wanted to get a uh, private consultation or if you want me to come to wherever you are in the world to facilitate a class uh, on uh, creating conscious spaces. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program.
Welcome, welcome everyone. And thank you for tuning in to Infinite Energies Radio Show. Today we are talking about alternative spaces and uh, wow, it's it's actually, um, it's sort of become, I guess, a theme for, for me uh, going forward. Next week I have my show on alternative spaces with architects which is with Ina Basur and Adrish Chakraborty, who live and have a thriving architectural business in India, in New Delhi. And uh, they have asked for me to come and and facilitate some classes there in different areas of uh, um, India. And I'm quite excited uh, about being um, with them and, and with other designers and, and potentially um, realtors who I love to um, connect with as well. So everywhere that you have concluded what things should be or look like without actually inviting something and a new possibility, and really that's what we're talking about is new possibilities for your life and living going forward. And you might hear a lot of the the talk about creating new possibilities in your life. It's a language that a lot of people have not been uh, schooled with in schools. And and for me, when I really opened up to realizing that I didn't have to conclude what my life was going to be and what it was looking like and and how I was going to be in the house with the white picket fence and everything was going to be just hunky-dory and perfect going forward, have children, have the dog, um, you know, the husband, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, when it all kind of blew up, I realized that actually having the house with the, and my, it wasn't a white picket fence, it was a big monstrous <laughs> fence uh, on an acreage and, and it was a, you know, a huge home and, and big property to care for. And when I stepped away and said, okay, well, being there, done that, what else is there? What else is there that would create more for me? And I look at spaces now as a place for me to go and co-create with. And for however long I'm in the space or staying in a place, I'm aware that it's constantly contributing and I'm always changing and moving. So it's not really, for me at this time in my life, required to be in one space for an extended period of time. So are you willing to now be um, looking at alternative spaces as how they can contribute to you? And what if you could be in more than one space? you know, be here for a certain time and be there for a certain time and ask for them all to contribute to you without concluding that this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life. Would you be interested in in playing with the energy of that for you? Is that exciting? Is that fun? Is that sort of bringing that joyful, fun, energetic, playful energy that we all had when we were kids? Because boy, Um, everything was possible when we were kids. And are you open to alternative spaces for work and for jobs and whatever else that is? And alternative spaces for travel, trains, planes, automobiles, boats, 
looking at different ways of traveling, bicycles, um, you know, paragliding, parasailing, whatever that is for you, hot air ballooning, all of that can contribute to really lifting up the energy and the energetic vibration of what it is you're desiring in your life. I tell you, the more that I play with that, the more magic happens. And would you be willing to get out of whatever fear you created around something new and actually be the invitation for something magical? So how do you get a hold of me? So there's a couple of ways. Lisa at infiniteenergies.ca is an email address or in infiniteenergies.ca is my website or you can actually send me a note on Facebook at Lisa Bennett's and just send me a private message. I clear spaces from entities. Uh, I, I assist people with clearing the energetic vibration of people that have been previously um, occupying a space and for realtors, this is this has been magical. I've I've helped people declutter, uh, remove things, open up their spaces to invite more into their lives. And I love working with the spaces. The spaces are really what invite me into people's lives first, and then I talk to the people. And it sounds like it might be backwards, but it actually makes complete sense to me. So. If you um, are interested in connecting, that would be amazing. I play with tools from Access Consciousness, which is really like a bag of tricks. And it's not even tricks. It's more of a bag of tools that I take with me everywhere. And you get to also take them with you. So I facilitate bars, foundation, a specialty class called Creating Conscious Spaces, which is something that I created many years ago. And also, uh, I have some other classes that I facilitate online through Zoominars. And so if any of that is of interest to you, please reach out. I have clients all around the world, and I love to contribute to what we can create for their life going forward. It's been such a magical day, and I'm glad that I could share with you a little bit about a fun trip that I did going up into the northern part of Ontario with camping. And the moral of the story is, don't use up all your matches. Day The day two, I ended up using up all my matches, and uh, so I didn't get a fire later in that day. But it was all fun, and uh, uh, I now know how to make a lean-to, so... <laughs> <laughs> I look forward Thank you for to choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and